Yo, LP Mike Check, are you here? I am here. I think we are live broadcasting on the internet. To... Is that is that DTC Joe over there talking? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think we can. Are you alive? Can we, can we just go by Paul and Joe at this point? I mean, do we need to keep the uh, the, the old monikers? I feel like it's a brand new day for this podcast. Look at look at look at you being all entitled. I mean, I don't know about entitlement. I just think it's time for a change, right? I mean, this is uh, – I think the show makes sense here. We call it, you know, where do where do we re-begin? I feel like we're starting maybe not from scratch. I mean, there's 200-plus episodes because there is about, I don't know, what, 15, 16, 17, maybe 20 episodes that, that actually didn't migrate over from the old platform to the new. So, I mean, we're talking – this is a – like it or not, DTC is an established brand, there was an episode about a week and a half ago that FP never sent to me that never got uploaded. So, way outdated. But I mean, I don't know if we going. can claim. I don't know if we can claim three hundred. But I mean, we're we're definitely more. We're closer to the two twenty five mark here, and I think you and I probably have been on the most shows. Um, for those that are, you know, I guess rediscovering us or maybe finding us for the first time. You know, the quick recap here is, you know, DTC started as defeating the curse. And that's way, way back when the Washington football team was known as the Redskins. It was way before, um, you know, the Nationals brought a, you know, hardware to DC before the Capitals did it too. I mean, we, we, this is an old show. Like we're, we've been at this for since 2016. Does that sound right to you? Something like that, I don't think. Uh, it was um, when Bruce didn't sign Kirk Cousins was the, the inception <laughs> oh, of the <Bruce>. show. <laughs> Big oh, old Bruce. Bruce Allen. But, uh, oh, my the, goodness. You're right. The only numbers that count are the uh, the two cups that we brought to, or the two championships that we brought to the city. Brought to yeah, you by I mean, DTC. I mean, I, mean, I think look, we can take uh, a lot of credit for that. Yeah, I mean, defeating the curse. I mean, we. I think after those runs, we, we had discussed maybe rebranding the show but I think we all like the logo and we generally like the sound of DTC. But I mean, it never just really fit with anything else. I mean, and, and frankly, all of our lives, maybe with the exception of FP, look totally different today than when we started the show. Like I said, I don't know, four or five years ago at this point. I mean, FP is pretty much exactly the same, looks the same and is living exactly the same life. <laughs> you know, but my life is totally different. Your life is totally different. Stevie's life is totally different. And then even some of the regulars. I mean, uh, you know, 20, he, he's, his life is totally different. Razzle's life is totally different. I mean, you go down the roster, the DTC, um, I guess, uh, you know, regulars and guests or, or regular guests or whatever, uh, co-hosts and regular guests. Everyone's pretty much in a completely different state. Um, you know, I mean, last year, I don't, honestly, I don't even know where to begin. Like, do we go backwards? Do we do we talk about, you know, Simone Biles and work our way back to, um, you know, the Corona, the, the lost sports seasons of, of due to Corona? Or do we just pick and choose? I'm not even sure. I don't even know how much time I have, to be honest. I'm, I might be asleep in 15 minutes. It's probably the case. But I'm glad that you're on because the topics that I like to discuss, FP hates. Soccer and basketball. That's you what know, I want to talk about. You know, you, I mean, you want to talk about the United States beating the, the, the snot out of the Mexicans? Twice. In the Gold Cup home? Yeah, you're right. Twice. And, and Nations people Cup. can say it's the B team or whatever. You know what? 
the USA ran, they ran their B team out too. So no, the Mexicans had the A team and the Gold Cup. The US had the C team. I mean, we didn't even have the B guys I mean, out there. A win is a win, and a trophy is a trophy. Let's take it. And and frankly, it came on the heels of a really exciting Euro tournament as well. I don't know how much how much of the Euros did you watch? Well, now that sports betting is legal again, um, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a, it was perfect timing right during your work schedule. You're you're bored in a meeting. You pop open the app and you see, you know, whatever team at plus seventeen hundred. You're like taking it. It was That's fun. Right. The Euro yeah. Cup was fun. The Euro, uh, you know what? This isn't a hot take, but I think the Euros are a better tournament, honestly, than the World Cup. It's just, it just it might more. be. It was it was there's yeah, it was one of the best tournaments I've seen. Teams top to bottom in that field than you get in the World Cup. And and obviously, like again, Corona throws everything off and next year, you know, we get World Cup 22 in November, which is I mean, we can talk about that, you know, as we get closer to it and and what that's going to cause all kinds of chaos and in the domestic leagues, in the Champions League, and I mean, look, you and I didn't even talk about the breakaway Super League that almost happened, you know, for five minutes. There's so much stuff that happened in European soccer, but the Euro tournament was awesome from literally from start to finish. And I know the Gold Cup doesn't really carry the same cachet. It's nowhere near the same cachet. Uh, I mean, it's a different stratosphere. I mean, it's like football and peewee football. It's just totally different. But a win is a win, and the United States missing out on the, on the Olympics, um, you know, the, the men's team missing out on the Olympics, like, they, they had to get this, and they, they looked pretty good doing it. Again, it was the C team. Um, yeah, I mean, they looked okay. They didn't look great, but, I mean, they certainly looked better than they have in the past five years, so that's something encouraging. And I thought in the Nations Cup, um, looked a lot better, right? Christian Pulisic was there. Some of the stars were there. Um, we've got some up and coming talent. I mean, if, if I mean, and, and also if you watch the Nations Cup, it was the forget the goalie, whoever started the game, but he came out with like you know 18 minutes into the game, and we beat Mexico with our, our backup goalie. Yeah, listen, a win is a win. We'll take it. I mean, did you watch? Um, have you been watching the women's uh, national team? I know they got they. Uh, anyone that's listening, spoiler alert, they got bounced earlier this week, but. Um, I mean, not, not, I know we get into some politics around here. Um, the last time they took the stage, I think it was, I mean, obviously the World Cup, like, I actually watched a good amount of the women's matches, and, and they were, I mean, they're not amazing. Like, the, the match quality is not, like, amazing, but it was entertainment. I just, honestly, I couldn't get into it this time around. I just couldn't. And it, I don't know if it was because of the politics or, frankly, like Corona last year really stripped away a lot of the enjoyment of sports. And like, I really am really, I'm truly picky these days about what I'm going to sit down and give my time to. I don't know if you felt any of that yourself, but I mean, like having no sports, like for months at a time when they came back, you know, it's, you fill that time with other stuff and then you suddenly I'm picking and choosing and maybe I'm not, I'm not just going to sit on the couch all afternoon and watch stuff. I don't know. Did you did you go through something similar? No, absolutely not. I, I am <laughs> I, absolutely not. I was so bored when there was three months of no sports. I think I watched the Jordan documentary four times. I, I don't know. I, like I, I can push past the the corona, the politics, all that kind of stuff for good sports. And I thought the NBA had actually a pretty good season. Um, you know the the Wizards, right? They they made it interesting. They were super hot towards the end of the season, and then 
completely oh, fell apart in the playoffs. The, current, the, the most recent Wizards team with the triple double machine running the point, or are you talking about the bubble Wizards team? From no, the no, the, the 2021 Wizards team. So let, let's talk about them for a second. I, I actually, I, I love Russell Westbrook, and I love the way he plays the game. I love the, the, the tenacity and the intensity. He's a triple-double machine. I think if he had stayed in Washington one more season where fans are actually able to get to the arena and see him in person, I, I think we would be talking about, you know, if he stays here for five or six years, maybe retiring his jersey with or without a championship. But just because he's such a... He's such an endearing athlete from a from an effort perspective. Like you can't not cheer for him. You know, half the season was played basically in an, in an empty uh, in an empty arena, and now obviously he's been he's been traded. And the trade, look for Wizards fans out there, this was a good trade for the team. I don't know. Do you, you agree or disagree with me? I think this was a good. I, and, and I thought this was an trade. this was a great trade. Not necessarily for the players, right? I like Spencer Dinwiddie. I like that. You know, he's a younger. Point guard. He, he's way different of a ball player than John Wall or Russell Westbrook was, but I like that they're going in a different direction. But what I like even more is that they shed John Wall's three-year max year deal and then Russell Westbrook's three-year max max deal. Like the Wizards had a had a huge salary cap problem. They they paid ninety percent of their cap into Beal when Wall or Beal and Westbrook. Where now they've got a lot of mid mid-level players on, you know, mid-level salaries that they can trade away, you know, towards the middle of the season, before the season starts, whatever it is, and they can actually make something happen. I love that that we got rid of those, and I love that, um, you know, we're, it's almost – it's a, a retooling. I'm not going to call it a rebuild, but, but Shepard said – he said it we're is, not yeah. going to run it. We're not just going to run it back. We're going to do something different. And so yeah, the team, the team I like what they're doing, and they I think good enough to run it back again. Let, let's just be honest. I mean, no, Russell, because Westbrook's going to be a year older, and, you know, and it was just him and Beal, just ISO ball, and you know, you you really had to have both of them have an amazing night for them to to really click as a team. But the can we, depth can we wasn't talk about there. the John Wall trade? Because I, I mean, John Wall is. I mean, we I know we chatted briefly about it, um, you know, when it happened, and and I, I love the trade then as much as I love. John Wall as a, as a person and everything he did for, um, you know, for DC during his run here. I mean, Ernie could have never pulled off a trade like that, or maybe he wouldn't have ever looked to do a trade like that. I think they deserve, I think the Wizards deserve a lot of credit for even, you know, maybe doing that thinking, Hey, if we get Russ for one and we make the playoffs and we can trade him or move on, then it, it, it wipes out all of John's contract and it puts us in a position, which is what they're in right now where they have a shot at, at, you know, locking up Beal basically for his entire career. I mean, I think and the question is, does Beal want to stay? And yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to want to. I mean, I think it's it's a it's a one year deal, right? I think he's going to see how it plays out this year. Maybe he gets traded before then, but well, I think he's uh, he's going to play it out this year and, and see you know how the team clicks, how he feels. I think what the best thing that happened to the Wizards was the Suns and the Bucks in the finals, right? It was not a super team. I loved it, right? It, there was no super team that was there. You can't call the, the, the Bucks or the Suns a super team. Like, the Bucks built from the draft. They built from, you know, free agency. They brought in players. Like, there was no LeBron plus Carmelo plus, you know, whoever else, the, the you know, the Lakers, like Anthony Davis. Like, they have, like, 600 stars now, and it wasn't the Nets who also have 600 stars. But it was a team that had chemistry. It was a team that was built 
really the right way. And same with the Suns. Um, and, and you can say that the Suns got lucky with all the injuries, like Anthony Davis was in, injured, and you know, the, the, then the, the next series this guy was injured, and Kawhi Leonard was injured, whatever it is. But they were the best team in the West, you know, pretty much throughout the whole year. Them, yeah. Denver, yeah. Utah, I mean, it, all it, it those was, teams really built not from mega superstars. So going. that was point is that was the best thing that could happen to the Wizards, and I think Beal sees that and he's like. Maybe I could retool this team, bring in some, you know, good players, some decent players, maybe bring in, you know, one more superstar or, or not even a superstar, but someone who's really, really good. And then we can take this team maybe deep into the playoffs. So but, but I like it. I, I like Kuzma, to be honest. I like Kyle Kuzma here. Um, I like Kuzma. Kuzma was never going to get more than what he was getting with – he was stuck on that he, – he became just a guy on that Lakers squad. Like they're too deep and, and his role really was diminished. Um, you know, but on the whiz, he's got a, He's got a. I I mean, he should be a starter and he should produce. And, and, and I think, again, I think Tom, they are deserves, too deep at that spot though. Right. Cause you got Rui, you have Davis. Well, maybe, maybe there's, maybe, maybe there's another, maybe there's a couple more moves here, but I, I, I mean, there's, a, there's some guys that came on for the whiz down the stretch, uh, you know, last season that, that I think deserves some love. Like your boy Gafford. Um, I mean, where'd that guy come from? Like, where did Tommy find him? I don't even like. Where did he come from? You know, they yeah, lost but, Brian. But we've they seen that. We, we see that. We see that every year, right? Bobby Portis the year before, then Michael Porter the year yeah. before that. Like we've had those glimpses, and and Thomas Bryant was was that right? We traded for him in the middle of the season, or I think we picked him up at the end of the no, season. No, he was he, a, he was an off season, and then he got yeah, injured. Yeah, he came from the Lakers. Yeah. yeah, but we've yeah, seen but, that, I mean, right? We need to see sustained success from there. But but um, I do like the hire of Wes Unsell Jr. I think he can develop. Uh, players um i mean who yeah i do like it because who else are you gonna get right the best thing about it is it's forget about the the history with the team and the dad and all that stuff he's a defensive-minded coach and this team played less than zero defense uh i mean you you and i could have probably gotten a bucket or two on this team last year like nobody nobody played defense on this team um, and he's been an assistant know, but, for like 18 years, so he's seen many coaches. I think he, he was with some good coaches. So, but can he inspire? A, can he rein in? Can he can he encourage Beal? Can he can he connect with uh, with, with Dan? Like he's got a. It's like coaching in the modern NBA is is. It's, it, I feel like it's less about the X's and O's, and it's really more about like like people management, emotional management of your players. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously, I want to see him succeed. I want the Wizards to do you know, better, but they did make the playoffs. I mean, what Russell, I like is they didn't Russell get a retread. Awesome. Yeah. That's well, what I like. Well, yeah. Oh, from a coaching perspective. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not big on the Spencer Dinwiddie acquisition. I, I, I think they're, I think they're overspending for a guy that historically just doesn't shoot very well from behind the three. Um, you know, I mean, he'll, he'll run the offense. Right, I mean, and that's a plus. And I, I, you know, he's coming off uh, what? But AC, with so many ACL three and or, D players on the on the on the team, you don't need someone who's going to shoot the three very well. Like, I know, but what about you? Your you boy, went and drafted guys who can shoot the three. Schroeder, Schroeder. Like, why can't wow. we go get go get go snatch him up off the Lakers too? You know that I think he didn't. He just turn down like like four years and a hundred million or something <laughs> to test the free agency waters. Like that boy can play, and he'll play some defense too. I mean, Spencer no. is. Yeah, he's yeah. I I don't like him. I don't like him from the Atlanta days when he yeah, injured. Exactly. You have you have ill you have ill feelings for him because of what he did as a as a hawk against the you know the, that awesome little 
what two three year run with, with uh, Wall Beal and the Wiz. But I mean Spencer's. I mean Spencer. I feel like he's you know limited upside. I mean he he was part of that Nets team. You know that that was basically in place and was respectable right before KD and Kyrie and everybody came to town. You know, so, I mean, he can ball too, but he is coming off an injury. And I mean, he, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't mind the Russell trade. All, all this to say, I, I am very appreciative that I got to watch Russell as much as I did last year here in DC. And I think, you know, the Lakers are going to be, the Lakers are, are oddly constructed. The 2021 Lakers look a lot like, like the, like the 04 Lakers where it's just like big names and, and guys everywhere. But I, I just, I just don't think it's going to work, man. I, I don't think there's so. no way it's going to work. There's no it's, way it's going to work. It's still one ball. And now LeBron, uh, LeBron's brought Carmelo to town. Like, I, I mean, the Carmelo and Russell thing has been tried before. Didn't work out very they're, well. They're not going to play so. defense. Um, well, I mean, if if they're looking at it from a from the perspective that you know uh, AD is going to miss half the season as he always does, and you know LeBron's going to want to you know take games off, then okay, maybe they have enough firepower with Russ to go out there and beat up on I don't know the whatever you know the the, the lower seeds on the, in the East and the West. Maybe, maybe that's the thought here. But you here's know? the thing: they're bringing they've brought in a bunch of older guys who have had injury concerns later in their, in their careers, right? Like, like Russell, Russell Westbrook, um, he's a monster in the gym, but he still missed what? Like the first two months of the season, yeah, he Russ missed a few games here and there. Hold on, hold on, Paul. Russ is an exception because when you get him, you get all of him. And if he even, I mean, if he misses, you know, 15, 20 games, there's enough firepower. Like the Wiz didn't have enough firepower to make up or to go 50, 50 in those games. The Lakers should. Right, I mean, and and there is something to be said about you know if everybody plays a little bit less, then you know we'll be okay. But um, I, I don't know. I, I look at that team. I feel like LeBron's got to do it. Um, he's got to do it in a full season without the bubble and whatever, because I feel like there is a little bit of an asterisk attached to that championship in the bubble down in Florida last year. Um, Maybe not for him because he's you know he's been to the finals a zillion times and you know he's collected a lot of hardware. But like someone like AD or Carmelo, like they're going to want to get like a real air quotes championship too. So I, I think that they'll be motivated. I just don't know if they can keep the wheels straight, man, for that. Let's talk. There's a lot of old guys. There's a lot of personalities. There's a big city. Like, I, I, I don't and know. It's a lot of pressure, right? Like they're expected to win a championship and they're probably not. I mean, well, the Suns just re-upped Chris Paul. Uh, they're not going no, anywhere. Chris Paul, listen, I, I, I've always been like a fan from a distance w- with CP, and, and I, I just really wanted him to win. Like, I want him to get one because I feel like he, he will end up in, like, the, you know, the, the, the Barkley, like, no man's land where the career is fabulous for multiple teams but no hardware, and, and it's just going to be held over his head forever. Like, I, I need him to get one. But on the other side, you know, the Bucks winning it, and, and Giannis is so likable. Like he's doing that the bit with Chick Fil A and the Nuggets, and you know, rolling around Milwaukee with the uh, with the with the trophy. Like he's so likable too. And, and you're right. The best thing that could have happened for the NBA is a complete reset on like who made the like who was competitive and who made the finals. Um, you know, but I I suspect the usual suspects will be you know they're reloading. Like the Lakers have reloaded. 
um, you know, the Warriors are out there talking about, you know, making some additional acquisitions and they just read up he, what Steph is the first back-to-back $200 million player. Like they're, they're going to be better than they were too. Um, I think that I think it's going to be, that, it's going to be interesting to see where Dame goes. Too. If Dame goes to the Warriors, I mean, again, who's going to be, who's going to be the, the lead dog in that, yeah, on that I mean, team? The West, the West is, yeah. But the NBA season is really long and there's a lot of games that don't matter. And, and speaking of like, I, I know you're a pop guy, a Popovich guy. I can't, I can't listen to him anymore. Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like his day is coming gone. Um, I don't know. Like with all the, the, even with the national team stuff, I just feel like, I don't know. Like he was a great coach for a long time. I don't know if he's still a great coach. I, I just don't understand how JaVale McGee is on the national team. I <laughs> please explain that. You know, that guy's got that guy's got two championships, right? I think, right or three. Right? Have two yeah, I mean, he's got some with Golden State. He got one with the Lakers. Yeah, doesn't matter. But I just don't understand how he's. It's I mean, the guy that scored on his own basket, right? In yeah. Uh, how is he on the national team? Like, oh, I'd rather man. have Daniel Gafford. Gafford balled out, man. I, I like him. Yeah, energy guy, a little undersized, but he, he balled out. He can jump. He, he can jump. Yeah. 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 Okay, he's, but all this got the bounce. There's a lot of basketball talk. This is. This is. This, I, I feel like. Like if if your boy FP was here or Stevie, they'd be they'd be just smashing their head in the wall. Should we should we pivot? You want to talk about anything else? Or you, I mean, I can keep going NBA if you want or Olympics. You, you tell me what you want. I can talk about anything. Let's talk about uh, the NFL season and and the vaccine shenanigans going on. Uh, I mean, Did you, you see that the Kings uh, are now mandating uh, vaccines for anyone who works in the organization, including players? I, I think. Th- I don't think they can. Is it mandated or like regular testing? Is that the, no? I think, I think it's that's the official position. I think of everyone. No, I, th- I that's the end. I think that's the the league's oh, position. Right, but right. but well, the yeah, king the said anyone who's going to work for our organization has to get vaccinated. The Bills fired a coach for not getting vaccinated. Yeah, and did you see Kirk Cousins' uh, comments about putting plexiglass all over himself? <laughs> no, do I want to? <laughs> Do I want to look this up real quick while you're telling me? Or yes, what, is it please, worth looking at please. Right, and look, on, up, look up the memes. So I, I give you an overview. Kellen Mond tested positive for COVID. He was in the quarterback's room with Kirk Cousins. So basically all the quarterbacks for the Vikings were out for, you know, whatever, eight or nine days because of protocol. Okay. I don't, don't think any of them were vaccinated. Um, so they, you know, had to sit out. So basically a, a week and a half of, Vikings training camp was without a quarterback. Okay. Kirk Cousins comes back today and he's like, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that, you know, I stay healthy and I don't, I'm going to do whatever I can to stay out of close contact. And they said, well, why don't you just get the vaccine? And he said, I'd rather put plexiglass. I thought about bringing plexiglass with me into the building and just shielding (laughs) myself from, from uh, everybody so that I'm not a close contact. Uh, pretty funny. And he said, I'm not going to get vaccinated. It's a personal and private decision. I'm not going to talk about it. Well, it is. But, it is. And, 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 and on that point, like any player that doesn't want to get it, they, they, you, I, I'm just opposed to forcing people to do it, especially like I'm not, I'm not big on the CDC and your boy Fauci and all these guys. Like we've been listening to them for a year and a half and the vaccine, the vaccine, but they can't make up their mind, right? And and I think Beasley kind of alluded to it in his statement, and maybe maybe Kirk's. I, I haven't read Kirk's like full statement, but if unvaccinated people can get and give, 
the virus and vaccinated people apparently can get and give the virus, then what is the point of getting the vaccination, right? And I don't mean to make it like super simplistic, right? Like, like it, it's, it is a personal choice and it's not the same as like a seat belt or whatever. We're talking about putting something into your body. That's very different than putting something around or on or, you know, it, it's not, it's not the same. Like in your well, body, these are professional well, athletes, Here's right? the thing though, the, the vaccine, of how they vaccine is go. not made to prevent you from getting it. It's made to prevent you from dying or go to the hospital because of it. No, you get the flu vaccine to limit. Well, okay, fine. But, or, I mean, okay, I, I the flu vaccine makes it shorter. So you can recover faster. Okay, blah blah blah. I mean, we've all gotten the flu and gotten the flu vaccine. Getting polio, right? Like, like vaccines are. It's not a. It's not a booster, right? Like, if it's a vaccination, right? And, and again, I don't want to get overly political here, but numbers are numbers, and you and I, with or without the vaccine, have a phenomenal chance of surviving right and if you look at the death charts which are sad and i'm not i'm not i'm not making light of any of it unless you're over 60 years old or really over 75 years old or in absolutely terrible shape which does not apply to professional athletes you're gonna be fine even if you if you get corona you're gonna be fine statistically speaking now always there's gonna be anomalies but again like i i just take exception to this idea that you know, even look, watch the Olympic athletes. Like, you know, they're they're all around each other, hugging in the pool and doing their thing and whatever. But then when they get out, they put a mask on before they talk into a microphone. Like, it's, it's all theater. Like, this is all theater. It's kind of, it, it's nonsense. And, you know, it's like, it, I feel like they're pandering to the people, like to the Corona truthers or the, just the, 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 the Twitter mob that are like, oh, you gotta get vaccinated for your neighbor and whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Like, again, I don't want to get into like the, the, the the politics behind it, but I understand where a professional athlete, again, we're not talking about like you and me, um, you know, who have, you know, desk jobs and, you know, could lose a couple pounds. We're talking about professional athletes or collegiate athletes. Like these are, these are literally the, like humans on the planet in the best possible shape doing a very strenuous job where, where their body is their payday. I respect the fact that they don't want to get a vaccine and they shouldn't be forced to get it. I think people should, I agree, people should have a choice, right? Especially for something that is not fully approved by the FDA. But at the same time, I don't want the NFL season to go to hell because of an outbreak and, and all this other stuff. And I mean, obviously, the NFL laying down the hammer saying if a team who's under 85% or whatever has an outbreak and they have to cancel a game, then both teams end up losing the money for that game, right? When, you, when you're talking about money, you're talking about you know people's income and all that. That's that's horrible, no, but, right? But Paul, can, can you imagine that because of if you do it, right? Hold on, hold on. But if you get every, if the whole league gets vaccinated and now vaccines aren't preventing you from getting it, and you can still get it and pass it, you're gonna end up in the same situation anyway. Again, I, but I just, for whatever like, reason, that doesn't I, that doesn't. If that happens, then they don't lose money. What Which I don't get. If, if, but. if Kirk Cousins is vaccinated and gets corona and misses games, and call, it, it's this, it, what's the difference? What's the difference? He he doesn't lose he doesn't lose out on money. What? He he doesn't get his he continues to get his game checks. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm not gonna tell anybody what to do with their body, right? Like, especially a professional athlete. Like, this is like Kirk Cousins' his entire life has been 
working at his craft, which is, and his body is a part of it, right? Like he, he's not Jamarcus Russell, like showing up completely out of shape or whatever. Like he's got to take care of his body. And if, if you feel if I mean, it, it it's, well, I, mean, I think some of it, some of it is also like overblown. Like at the end of the day, like it, it's just a freaking shot and it, and the negative ramifications are so minor that you should just, you know, just shut up and do it. And, and so we can get past it. Well, like, that's if, my general. If, if you look at it from, let's, Look at it to the local team here, the football team, right? Coach has cancer, cancer survivor, immunocompromised, you know, basically changed the whole organization. Like, no one wanted to play for Club J. No one wanted to play for Shanahan, right? Like, it's a completely new regime. Like, things are finally going in the right direction. And they were at, like, the, the bottom of the league at, like, 60% vaccinated. Now, he brought in, you know, people to educate them and talk to them. And I saw as of today, I think they just passed the 85% um, threshold. Yeah, so but he shouldn't be, they, you know, hold, on, hold on, but he shouldn't be bullying people either. Like he, He's he not, but I think he's saying, like, guys, I'm going to kill me here. But I don't know. But, oh, but see, but this is, this is where the whole vaccine, everyone go get vaccinated for your neighbor argument completely falls apart. Um, if you get vaccinated, which coach is vaccinated then he doesn't need everyone around him to be vaccinated. That's the point of a vaccine, right? But now the, 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 I feel like... Fauci, yeah, but it's not, it's not black and white, right? It's not uh, well, black and white. It, but that's how it works, right? You get the polio vaccine, so you don't get polio and die, right? We're talking about now the COVID-19 vaccine, so that, but you can still get it, right? So it's not actually a vaccine. It's, it, yes, it will help you, but... Like you take it to protect yourself, right? This uh, I mean, of, like, is the polio vaccine one hundred percent? Yes, it's one hundred. I don't think there's polio any vaccine has been that's eradicated one. off the face of the earth until okay. you know, the, the flu vaccine is like sixty no. percent. Yeah, and we exactly. take it every year. The flu, flu vaccine is a different. Exactly, you're right. But with polio, polio made a comeback, and so did measles because, like the the granola out in Oregon, you know, stopped getting vaccinated. And they made a comeback. Like it's a yeah, I mean, virus, virus is always with us, right? Like you, you, there's no eradicating Corona. There's no eradicating the flu. Like it's a virus. It's a living thing. It's going to change the, and mutate. The way, it's always going to be boosters, blah, blah, blah. The way that I look at this, and I told somebody recently about this, I said, well, there's millions and millions of people who are vaccinated at this point, right? If something happens and all of a sudden the vaccine starts to kill us all, do you really want to be left on this earth with the Japanta anti-vaxxers? Their you're answer so was, stupid. yeah, you're, you're probably so not. No. You're so stupid. <laughs> that is the, if, uh, I mean, all right, if, we just terminate the podcast. Not just the show, just terminate the podcast right here. That's so stupid. It's <laughs> not. It, it's it's very logical and it makes complete sense. Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. I, that, I'm, that. I'm in. I'm in for people having choice. I'm in for people having choice. Okay. Yeah. And if I mean, I don't think the Bills coach should have been fired. I don't think Kirk has to get the the jab. I don't think Cole has to do it. I mean, they, but, but yeah. let me ask you this: If you're number fifty-four on a fifty-three man roster and you're not vaccinated, and number fifty-five is vaccinated, who do you think is going to get that last spot? Like, you're not going to play anyways. Right, who's well, gonna get that I'm last not spot? Number 50, I'm not number fifty-four, and if it comes down to that, then you know I would, I would, I would have to evaluate the coaching staff if they're making decisions based on who's vaccinated and who's not, because the fifty-four it's, guy on the roster is not going to impact the game. It's it's probably going to. It's happen. different. It's different. It's different with. It's just different with a quarterback, right? Or or a starting, you know, one or two wide receiver. 
Yeah, and, and, I, and way, I think this team is I, stacked. By the way, I, I know we're talking about this isn't too much talk about stupid vaccine, but this team is stacked. the The Washingtons should be competitive. I love I love Fitz Magic. I I mean, you get the good and the bad with him, but I, I'll take it. This is going to be an exciting offense to watch, and the defense should be improved as well. I, I'm looking forward. I'm really looking forward to football season. I mean, they should be a top five defense, and the offense. I mean, if we can get decent Fitz Magic. If we can just limit Fitz Tragic to less than a game. Well, look, if Curtis can get on the field and, and the, the, the tight ends can continue to develop and, you know, like if everyone just gets a little better, then I, I feel like Ryan is the right quarterback for a year or two, right? If everyone just improves. A year or two? In, sure. in two years, he's going to be like 40 years old. I mean, he's not Tom Brady. Yeah, okay, but, I mean, I mean, didn't, didn't Winky play until he was like – Forty-four. Who's the other one? Testaverde. I know. I mean, that was like. Come on. I mean, you're talking like about Jets 80s. quarterbacks here. Hey, look, Tom's still getting it done. All right. So Tom. Tom is Tom is is like Russell Westbrook. He's a, a different animal. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. You cannot it's hard compare to against him. It's hard to, to cheer him. against him. But yeah. Point is, they should be a good team. We'll see how it plays out. Um, how do you feel about the Allen extension? I mean, it was a must. It was a must, right? I think I think it was probably more of an Allen or Payne. So we'll see what happens with Payne next year. But I think uh, I think um, Allen was good because I think he's a he's a locker room leader. Where Payne is just a solid player, right? Allen is a solid player and a locker room leader. But I mean, I'd like to see them both stay. But Me I mean, too. you're not going to be able to pay everybody. At some point, you got to pay a quarterback more than ten million dollars. So you're going to need to free up some space. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd get Landon Collins off the books as soon as you can. Well, I don't think you can move him. Is he still an injury protocol from whatever he was dealing with? No, he's apparently recovered and he looks just as good as he did before. But, you know, guy? that's all training camp talk. So we'll see when the when he hits the field. Yeah, I mean, how do you feel about uh, about Ryan Kerrigan, the all time sack leader for the franchise? I mean, he should definitely about. go into the Ring of Fame at least. You know, thank you for your service. There is no space for you on this on this uh, roster anymore. To, I, I hate that he went to the Eagles, though. Uh, I don't really mind it because I think he's a good guy. I, I, I think he's also at the tail end of his career. And I also think he's the type of guy who needs to get in on 90% of the snaps to be able to be effective. And no, you're just not going to get that I, over here. No, no. Where's the, where's the bullshit buzzer? No, he didn't play 90% of the snaps. The guy was racking up. Sacks last year. No, he wasn't. Like four snaps a game. No. How many sacks did he have last year? You want me to look it up? I got yep. to look it up. All right, hang on. He had five and a half. Okay, not bad. What did he have the year before that? He played in nine games and had five and a half sacks. That's pretty good. I would say that's pretty good. The year before that in 19, uh, five and a half also. Yeah, okay, so that was also a... My point yeah, is, whatever. My he, point he was, is, he came in and just gave him some downs, like just got you know covered him here and there. Yeah, and he was always on the field, and he was never injured. He he was the type, the prototypical outside linebacker that you want, right? Now, it would have been nice if Minuski didn't put him in coverage all the time. Probably would have yeah, had more I mean, sacks. Yeah, the speed, the speed was a problem. But but I mean, look, I, I think the defense last year really missed having Matt Ioannidis on the line too, and. And like if, if if you can only keep him or uh, well, Ionitis already got paid, and I don't think I don't think he's he's 
he's definitely not in John Allen territory, but he no, won't. But he but won't he, even be in Deron Payne territory. But the thing with Ioannidis is, it it seems like season after season he's got some injury that happens that takes him out that, for the. But that that but that. Well, until he's there, when right? He's on when he's on the field, he makes a difference, and he allows he allows the guys on his light on his right and left, and and a couple steps behind him to do their job a lot better. I mean, he he is critical to the success of the defensive front. He just is. He just is. I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I had this guy. I just like him. I like him. Yeah, and I like I think, him too. I just. I mean, the defense, the defense, if the defense is what it was last season or just a little bit better, then I think this team, this team should be, they should actually run away with the division because it's, it's pretty terrible. Um, well, and apparently if, the Eagles are Deshaun, trading for Deshaun, who's going to come and get suspended. I, I don't know. I don't know what the Eagles are doing. Um, what about I, what the NFL understand. is doing? Oh, I don't get that. How either. is he, how is yeah? I mean, uh, apparently, uh, after he was in in practice, his uh, accusers came out with graphic details of some of the things that w- that he was doing. So, whatever. But he's still not suspended, Eagles. which is weird. I mean, as a like as a fan of the sport uh, of the, the local DC team, I hope the Eagles trade for him because I I, I just don't think he's going to actually see the field when it starts. When it's when it all matters, I don't think he's going to be on the field. He probably won't be on the field in 21, right? But in 22, he will. And in 22, I mean, he's still going to be 25 years old. Right? He can come next year. That's that's fine. That's fine. I'd rather see him in the Burgundy and Gold. Oh, you're crazy. No, thank you. I mean, if you you think about it, why not, right? You just talked for like 15 minutes about Rivera, like changing the culture, and now you want to bring in Deshaun Watson? (laughs) That's true. Get out of here. I'll look. No. No. I'll take my words back on that. No, we're fine. Ryan is going to be fine. You just if he can, like like you said, if he can, if he can replicate what he did in Miami before he got benched for political reasons, he's that that team was playing fine with him. And even before that, when you remember when he he started for the the Bucks, but when when they drafted uh, Jameis, James, right? I mean, he he was on fire, and then they pulled him to to play the rook. You know, and by the way. Winston no, but is going to be a train wreck. He's going to be an absolute train wreck in New Orleans. That team is going to regress so much without Breeze there. Well, they still have Taysom. Oh, great! Yeah, he can't. Yeah. He can't play. And Jameis is the starter anyway. But Jameis yeah, can get through I mean, the. You can get. You can run through the pads. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> hilarious. So bad. This is so bad. His head is so big. He looks like a bobblehead running through. He couldn't stay upright. It looks terrible. That team is going to regret. I mean, regret so much. they probably will. They'll probably get the number one pick, and they'll probably get a good quarterback next year, and then they'll be back to greatness. Is Tebow going to make the team in Jacksonville? What do you think? Uh, that's a good one. I don't. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it, but I doubt it. I mean, he might make it. No, I bet you he'll get cut before week three or so. He's going to make the team. He's you think win. so? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they, the guy's an animal. Teams. If you look at his as at his. You know, his figure, the guy's an animal. I'm sure he's got an amazing work ethic and all those types of things that you want to see in a player. No, they, they uh, need I wouldn't to bet sell against him. No, Tony Khan needs to sell out. Uh, no, he, he's going to make the team for sure. He's going to make the team 100%. Did you just call him Tony Khan? Is that his name? I think it's uh, Sean. Uh, no. It's Tony the Sad Sean. Sad oh, Khan. It's, it's not Tony. Oh, Tony's the son. Tony's the son, I yeah. think. Right? It's... It's not Tony. Tony is I can the... guarantee you that. All right, hold on. Let's look it up. Let's go, let's go to the internet and see what we got. 
Sean Khan, yeah, got, Shad Khan. Yeah, we got Shahid Khan, who's the the okay. So he's the he's the Jaguars president. Who's the mustard the uh, mustache guy? That's Shahid. That's the dad. Sh- Shahid. Okay. Tony is his son. All right. So Tony, look. Well, this is this is where I was going with this. He, both of them need money because they are they are spending it like. I mean, they are spending so much money on AEW, which I know you don't care about. All, all elite wrestling, bringing over talent from WWE and elsewhere, like it's all buoyed by the Jaguars. It's all like it's one family. So the money's coming in from the Jaguars, and it's being spent on on, on AEW. So don't they, they own they an need, EPL team as well? They do. They do. They do. But the EPL product, well, he's Ooh. part of the ownership group. Uh, let me let me check that before I, before I say something. Like the EPL prints money too, but he, I think he's a minority owner. Um, let me see. Uh, let's double check. Who does he? I thought it was Arsenal, but I think you would know that. No, Fulham. Fulham FC. They're down in the championship. In tier two. But anyway, my point is here stateside, the money that the Jaguars are pulling in is getting spent on you know over at AEW. Which is in is in a tug of war right now with WWE to some extent. Although they, they both claim they're not competing, blah blah blah. But um, who watches we'll wrestling? The, we'll save that for the DTC wrestling show coming soon. Yeah, no, no thanks. Coming, coming never, coming never. Guy, all this talk, all this talking is making me hungry. Okay, I don't know how we did this? How did I we think, do this for so long? I think we, we touched on football. We touched on basketball. We touched on soccer. You want to talk about the Olympics? You want to talk about your girl uh, Simone Biles? Yeah, I guess. I mean, Did you, you got to be honest. I, I have not been watching a not whole care? lot of the Olympics because my life has changed, as we all have said in the beginning at the beginning of the pod. And it's just not convenient times to watch the Olympics. Oh, I mean, I, I try to catch the, the, the 12.30 midnight stuff. I mean, I watched it. And then also, it, it's just like the basketball's not on TV. It's on like Flow Sports or whatever. It's just it's a debacle. Um, Simone, I... I don't know why we have to politicize this and make her, you know, either all the way on one side or the other. I mean, Reach. why can't we just be in the middle and say she had an issue, you know, obviously putting the goat on her leotard is probably a stupid idea, but you know, I'm sure she's learned from that and who cares. Like if she, if she had an issue, like let her step out. I don't, I don't think that makes her any less of a, of a great gymnast or any more of a, a hero. Can't just be in the middle. Like, yeah, she was about. amazing. She didn't have a good a good year, a good Olympics. Well, I mean, you're oh, allowed you. to have mental breakdowns and you're allowed to have family issues and you're allowed to you're allowed to feel like you can't you know, do what you need to do to bring home a win. Like you're allowed to do those things, you know, and I think there was you're right. The immediate push to politicize something like this, it's one it's 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 absolutely not necessary. But it's also really, really freaking annoying. Like sports are supposed to be like, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I know folks that I wrote, like, there's some people that were like, oh, she quit on her country. And, you know, because, you know, it, it's not like she pulled out of the competition before it started. She pulled out while they were, you know, losing halfway through it. And then everybody's like, well, Michael Jordan, you know, he retired in his career. And then I was like, listen, idiots, like Jordan didn't call a timeout during like the second quarter. Uh, you know, when, when the magic was, were, were beating them down and then just quit, like leave the arena. It's not the same. It's not the same, you know, but she, she deserves to be able to raise her hand and say, I'm not fit to compete today. And I don't want the team to suffer because I'm not a hundred percent, 
Yeah. Hey, that's okay. Like, that's okay. That doesn't make her not the GOAT. It doesn't make her not amazing. It doesn't make her a quitter. It, it makes her a human being and, and, and a competitor who's very much and, – and by the way, she's 24 years old. Like, like, get off her ass. Like, she's allowed to feel what she's feeling. And, you know, they subbed in teammates, and the teammates did great too. So, like, this is this is not like a rec team or, um, you know, like, this team is deep. Like, U.S. Gymnastics is deep. You know, she's one of a zillion. I mean, she, she's number one of a zillion. But there are other options, and if they are fully healthy and mentally able to compete – I, 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 you know, I'll give her a golf clap all around all day long for saying I'm not 100% here. I can't do this today. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. And I think people started seeing that once she started talking a little bit more about what was going on. But at the same time, I mean, she's not throwing a, a ball into a hoop. She's not like hitting a ball with a stick. She's doing like quadruple flips into the air. I mean, you yeah. have one breakdown of that and you're paralyzed. Like, yeah, I mean, if I was her, I would have, I would have backed out too. It's not quitting. It's yeah, you know, I mean, hey, anything, I'm, I'm mean, throwing in the towel. Honestly, if anything, if she went to her to the coach and said, "I'm not, I can't do this today," the coach should have pulled her out. Like, and just like I, I appreciate the, you know, the the mental health like push, and it's it's not taboo to say that and yada yada. But like, it's unfortunate that at least for now, like. It, I don't want anybody coming on and saying she's gonna, you know, somebody pulled a Biles because they, they had to pull out of a competition, and and it, and I get it, like the optics look bad because it was halfway into the competition, like they were losing to the Chinese or whatever, and she just like was like, I, we can't do it, and it looks like she's quitting because she doesn't want to lose. I I understand all that, but these are these are again these are elite athletes that rely on their body, and if their if their mind isn't with it, it's okay for them to say I can't I can't go today. You know, and, and, you know, she was there cheering every, to her credit, she was there cheering every one of her teammates and she was out in front, even cheering some of the competitors. Like she, this is a woman who clearly loves the sport and loves, you know, loves competing. And it probably killed her a little bit on the inside that she couldn't do it, you know, but I, again, I commend her for, for standing up and saying, I can't go next man up. It's um, just, it's just where we are in the world where anything that happens has to be politicized and the Twitter warriors come out and. You know, take a strong, strong, strong stance, and you know this bullshit and that. It's yeah, it's, it's annoying, right? Like, let people be who they are, right? Like, if, if I want to quit, let me quit. If I want to continue to play, let me. You know, it's just it, it's annoying how everything is just so politicized. I yeah, wish we I mean, could just take politics out of sports, like it was supposed to be. It's hard to do, though. It's hard to do now. Like, I mean, you got you got the NBA with BLM logos on the court. You got. The, the NFL, like, not not um, uh, broadcasting the national anthem because they don't want players or, letting, like, every every sport, maybe with the exception of, like, the NHL, every sport's got some funny business going on. The, the ML, MLB, for some reason, hasn't been as um, affected, but, I, like, the NFL in particular, maybe because, like, Trump teed off on them a couple years ago, and the NBA for sure. I mean, the NBA... They, in their quest to be like the 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 woke sports league, I mean the 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 viewership is so far down. I mean you and I may be the last two people still watching like regularly. It is so far down, and it's and that's unfortunate because like the product like we're we're get we're almost to the point of no more LeBron, which will be a somewhat of a bittersweet day because we've been watching it for twenty years. But it's like the torch is going to get passed here, and there's a lot of there's a lot of good talent in the NBA. There's not a lot of defense. 
you know, but it's still a very entertaining product and it just nobody's watching, Paul. Like nobody's watching. You know, and it's, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, there, there's other things to, to fill your time now. Every streaming service has new content and shows. And I mean, there, there's other things besides sports that people get consumed with now. It's very different than, you know, 10 or 15 years ago where, you know, you couldn't even record a game. Like I can watch, you, you can go on YouTube 10 minutes after an, a, 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 an event is over and watch, you know, I can watch an entire soccer match in like 12 minutes, you know, condensed highlights basically. Just a different era. It's a different era. Like people don't want to be bombarded with the political stuff, and you know, at least with the NBA, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. But I'm not sure if it's necessarily that, or if it's just the super teams completely killing the league. Yeah, but. it could be that too. It could be. That. I mean, look, look at what I mean. Locally here, <laughs> the, like the Nationals, the Nationals are never a super team, but they are. They look totally different. And maybe we'll leave that one until Stevie's available. To come in and, and you know and teach us about uh, just how reset this team is with uh, Trey moving on, no no deal. I mean, I don't know. Like, is it like the Nats? Just just to talk about the curse here for a second, right? Like when we started defeating the curse and we we talked about it, and you know, is there really a curse and the DC sports curse? And and people were like, is it's not a real thing? Obviously, it's not a real thing. Like curses are stupid. Um, but like people, people kept referring to it and like, why are you guys so obsessed with it? And it's like, because things only happen in DC. Like for example, the team, the, the, the Washington Redskins who have been the Redskins for 9,000 years playing a season as the football team. And now maybe two seasons or more as the football team. Another thing that happens only in DC, we win the world series and then we don't get to celebrate it. We don't get to do on the field ring ceremony. We don't get to do anything that comes. We don't, we don't get the massive financial boost and pump of just cash that comes with winning the world series. And it manifests itself a year later when you can't, when you, when you realize, Hey, we, we, we just can't resign Trey Turner and you know, we're going to have to blow up the team and we ship him and max off to uh, you know, to the Dodgers. Like, that's that's what the DC sports curse is. It's not a physical curse for all the idiots that are out there and that always leave comments about, oh, there's no curses, you're stupid, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not a physical or a, a – like that's not what we're talking about here. The DC sports curse is the Washington Nationals running the table, winning the World Series, and then having the entire world shut down basically six months later where they don't get the financial – payout that would come with winning a world series that any other team ever that has won the world series got because the stadium, the concessions full every single night, the buzz, all that money ends up in the the owner's pockets, which they then spend on the talent. You don't get the money and the learners, they're not stingy because I, I, they're not stingy, but they clearly, they made it very clear that we we, we're not going to sign Turner with the money that he wants next season and they have Soto coming up too. Like, it's over. It's over. And that's how the DC Sports Curse rolls. It's just, a, it's just how it is. Yep. <laughs> I mean, did I summarize <laughs> it? Did, did I hit basically all the talking points? Go win the World Series. Unexpected. Amazing. Victory parade. Let's do this. Next season starts up. There's no season. There's no baseball. There's no concessions. There's no parking uh, income. There's no, there's no nothing. There's nothing. There's only TV revenue. 
Yeah. I see some comments here on the live show. Like the Caps winning the Cup and losing their coach. This is an awesome show. Thanks for tuning in. Allen and Ioannidis is equal to Settle. Allen and Ioannidis and Settle is equal to Allen and Payne. Oh, I don't get I don't that because that. that's three versus two. So no, it, clearly it's not a math problem. It's a pain. I, I, I'm not a. I mean, I I enjoy Deron Payne, but I love Ioannidis. I love are, him. We are already a top five defense, and we're aiming for the best. I hope that's a, f- a football player, but sounds nice. Yeah, I mean, you look at that. Where last is time, the call right? in line? Caps, maybe maybe Caps we need to open up the call in line next time. We can do See, a caller line. I'm, I'm kind of digging this live thing. It's a, lot, it's a lot less work for us. We just hit go and we start talking. Yeah, we get, I think this allows up to eight people to call in. So, yeah, let's play with that next time. No let's problem on my side. No problem on my side. But, I mean, I don't know. Paul, you, I, I feel confident uh, that we hit most of the big stuff without getting into too much of the politics. Yeah. We've got a football season coming up. We've got uh, October's right around the corner. MLB playoffs. Before you know it, basketball is going to be back. Hockey is going to be back. It's about to be the best time of year. I mean, I know, I know your boy FP is dying to get in here and talk about talk some caps, which I won't be. I will. I will not be on those shows. I tried. <laughs> I tried, but you know, if it's not the end of the season and, and you know we're chasing, we're chasing all you know all the glory. It's hard. It's hard. Just like the NBA. NBA season is too long, and when when the stars you know skip half the games. It, it almost makes it unwatchable. It's just not priority TV. Again, maybe maybe we're just in a different part of our lives, but I can't I can't just sit for two and a half or three hours every night and just watch, you know, Beal take a shot and then pretend to get fouled and then complain to the ref and then not play defense and then repeat it over and over. And I love Brad, but I mean, this team, the, the Wiz got to get better on D, man. They got to get better on D. But the but the Washington football team. The, the Washingtons, I, I am really, really excited for football season. I think uh, I think the, the running backs, again, if everyone just gets a little bit better, not a lot, just like if you were a five, now you're a six. Or if Madden had you at a 70 and you're now a 72, everyone just gets a little bit better. This is going to be a really fun team to watch. It should be a top five, six, seven defense. And look, if the, if the offense can crack the top 15 – I mean, the division it should be ours, and really, like, I mean, yes, you obviously you have to deal with, you have to deal with some, you know, some big names, and 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 you know, in the NFC, you know, mainly Brady, and who knows what happens with. Uh, do you think Rodgers will finish the season playing for the Packers? Yes, he's already committed to that. No, he's committed to showing up and playing. Do you think he'll finish the season? Yes. You don't think, I think he's committed to the year? I don't know. Is it crazy to think that they might trade him? Uh, I I think that is crazy. Okay. But you think Deshaun Watson being traded is not crazy with his 22 allegations of misconduct against him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. The Packers, the Packers should no one knows. Back. The Buccaneers will be amazing because Tom Brady is – I mean, I just I don't understand Brady. But, I mean, is there another team in the NFC that looks, like, super awesome to you? The football team? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I was going with. Like, like everyone's got to be looking at the football team and saying, hey, this defense was good anyway. 
you know, if, if, if Fitzpatrick just plays, if he just plays to the back of the card, if he just, if he's just his normal self, this team will be better than it was last year. And that's good. You know, and hopefully Samuel can get on the field. I, I don't know. The groin injury is a groin or a hamstring, whatever's wrong with him. And then you got COVID too. I don't know. You just need everybody on the field, but it should be fun. It should be fun. So anyway, are we done? I think we've touched on everything. Let's put a bow on the show. Okay, bow on the show. Let us sign off. Let us do it again. I like this live format. And if it's, uh, I would imagine this would be ready to post in like 15 minutes, which takes a lot of the editing out. So we just got to be ready to go and hit go. And next time, I think, we, like you said, let's let's turn it on or figure out how to get people in here so we can uh, we can chat with others about uh, DC sports and other happenings. Sounds, Sounds good. good. All right, my man. See you later. My name is Check Joe. Check out all our content. His on, name uh, is Paul. We're going to talk over each other for a second. Yes, there's 250 episodes on on on, uh, on wherever you get your podcasts. Podbean, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts. Is that what it's called? Podcasts Google Podcasts. Google. We're on Spotify. We're on Spotify too. Um, basically, anywhere you can get podcasts, if you search Defeating the Curse, we will pop up. And there's a lot of content there. Um, probably avoid the early shows because it was that was a disaster. Uh, they get better with time, except if FP's on them, because there's a lot of umming and ooh and weird pauses. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. More live shows to come. My name is Joe. His name is Paul. This has been Defeating the Curse. We are signing off. Thank you so much for listening live. This is our first one. First one, and we'll do more. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Have a great day. If you're listening at some point in the future, thank you for listening. We will be back later. See ya.